So by now we've tweeted about this. We talked about it at the end of last episode. Our short of the month this month is the uh, the Blonde Bomber shirt, right? Yeah. So if you Google Blonde Bomber, because I was curious to make sure I got the nickname right. Like I create, I got the art design, I got the shirt made and went like, oh God, is this who it is? Uh, you end up with some Instagram model that I think also fights in the UFC. <laughs> uh okay people also ask who is the blonde bomber is the blonde bomber on OnlyFans? what is the blonde bomber's <laughs> real name i hope is, to is God, that with the, terry the win bradshaw. terry bradshaw's money thing from fox the oh the God. pregame nfl show was about his only fans i hope to god that terry bradshaw is not on only fans okay is so quickly move number- off of this topic because it makes me very uncomfortable if you type in blonde bomber football off to the side you see see results about and it says terry bradshaw but the top is actually a guy by the name of Bob Fenimore. Okay. He was also known as the Blonde Bomber or Blonde Blizzard. He was a halfback for Oklahoma A&M in the 1940s. Wow. There's also a WordPress site devoted to Terry Bradshaw here that I'm going to take a gander at. The lucky number 12.wordpress.com. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I will say that I have seen Terry Bradshaw's butt before because it was in that movie. Um, so maybe he does have an, a future. And that was on the second fan. time you had seen it, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't really have anywhere to go with this, but I just thought that was interesting. Cause I immediately started freaking out when, go- Oh no, was that not really his nickname? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was in, I think it was in failure to watch. Yeah. He, he plays like some characters, dad and he's naked in one of the scenes. So, you know, maybe just getting ready for his blonde bummer only fans. I'm just going to keep going back there. So you might as well just end there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. And it's just the two of us again previewing Western Kentucky, a game that hopefully will win. Yeah, I mean, I think we all unanimously picked us to lose it at the outset of the season, and there's only two of us here now, so the chances are probably high that we'll be unanimous again. Um, Not so fast, my friend. Anyway, let's continue. Yeah, no, what I'm taken by just kind of going over Western Kentucky stats, going over their other games, just right off the top here, they don't seem as good as we maybe expected them to be coming into the season. So they've, they're three and two overall, right? Um, the two losses coming to Ohio state, which, you know, obviously, but then, uh, at Troy a couple weeks ago, 27 to 24 loss, Troy's a pretty good team in the Sun Belt, but you know, you would hope that our quote unquote best team would be able to beat a pretty good Sunbelt team. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, just, I guess I'm just a little surprised that their offense hasn't been as potent maybe as I was expecting it to be. Um, it was a game that Troy was favored by three and a half. They only won by three. I didn't think Troy was that good this year. They're two and two or three and two, but yeah, this is not a world beating Western Kentucky team. Like we, feared at the beginning yeah i mean i think i was afraid they'd be four and one at this point with a you know maybe a closer loss to ohio state and we'd be like oh man we're gonna lose i think they beat fiu like 77 to three last year or some crazy shit like that so it was 73 to nothing by the way yeah yeah the, i knew there was a 70 and a three in there somewhere that's yeah. all that's all i remembered but um yeah i think there's some interesting stats here that i would like to dive into here in the in the coming minutes of this preview yeah, to kind of 
give you the, the game re- setting very quickly. This game we played Thursday night. Again, we've entered October, and it is time for these midweek games. At 7 o'clock Central at Joe IA Stadium, or broadcast on ESPNU. Uh, the Bulldogs are 5-4 and four all-time against the Hilltoppers. Just like UTEP last week, this series also dates back to the year 1939, which wow. I thought was kind of interesting. Both those, those series started in the same year. Uh, most notably of the games against the Hilltoppers, though, was the 34 to nothing win in 1973 for the, I think it was called this at the time, the Division I AA National Championship. Um, but Hell since yeah. the teams have entered Conference USA play, it has gone win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Never, Neither team winning two games in a row, and with Western Kentucky winning the most recent matchup between these two squads in 2018, maybe now it's Tech's turn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know that that's how it's actually going to happen but i mean that precedent seems good um unfortunately i wish that we had you know maybe lost to them that 2016 game before the championship but you know yeah it's kind of interesting because like tech and western have been kind of the top dogs in conference usa since we both entered together but now tech is kind of on hard times and western kentucky is still sort of right there at the top so an interesting like crossroads for us. Like, can we hang with a team that they were trying to make into a rivalry by making us play every year, even though like we're not geographically close or anything? Yeah, I I never really quite got that one, but sure. Uh, and and I think one of the reasons why Western Kentucky has been able to hang on is because they have their quarterback. They know who their guy is. Same guy as it was last year. Austin Reed, they have drawn up this extremely pass heavy offense, you know, throwing the ball out 66% of the time. That's the fifth most often in FBS football. That Mm -hmm. said this year, and part of the reason for their struggle, I believe is that they're 6.1 yards per pass attempt. Again, only an FBS play. And this comparison is only to FBS teams is in the bottom 25 of college football. So they are doing these short methodical drives down the field. They don't really seem to be relying on the long ball like we have, but they're also avoiding interceptions, which has been really Austin Reed's uh, claim to fame this year, especially 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, I mean, I think just looking at their stats, it's really interesting because they are overall they're 74th in total offense, which I think is that's what's surprising me, right? They're, they're not highly ranked overall. They're averaging 383 yards per game. Tech is 79th, by the way. So, like, we've been complaining about our offense. So, Western Kentucky's kind of right there. They're just averaging about eight yards more than us per game. So, there's not that big of a difference. I think where the difference is, is that their passing offense is ranked 26th in the country. But, like you said, their efficiency is not not great, 77th overall. So, um, that's really interesting to see. I guess that tells you they're going short routes and not really pushing the ball downfield much. Also worth noting that Tech has the sixth rated passing defense in the country. So thanks, FIU. Thanks, Utah. I mean, but hey, we've had four games where we haven't allowed more than 150 passing yards. So um, also worth noting, Western Kentucky really, really struggles to move the football on the ground. They are the 119th rated rush offense with 97 yards per game. Um, So I think. Obviously, run defense is Tech's weakness, so maybe they'll have more yards than 97. But we're okay against the pass, or we have been so far. I don't think we've played an offense like this, though. So I think that's where I struggle. But 
it's kind of strength on strength in this game, which is a an interesting turn of events because like with Nebraska, you're like, oh, great. They love to run and we're really bad against the run. So in this game, at least it's like, hey, our past defense is our best unit, you know, our our strength. And uh, let's put our strength out there and see what we can do. Yeah, and it's kind of weakness versus weakness when it comes to the running game, though. Uh, A middle of the pack rushing attack for Western Kentucky when they do choose to run. They haven't really found their guy either. Four guys with somewhere between 18 to 27 carries each. Right now, the running back with the most yards gained on the season uh, is a guy by the name of LT Sanders. And I'm only assuming the LT stands for Louisiana Tech, and he's a very bad undercover agent. And so in this game, he'll fumble the ball three times. Hell yeah. I was going to say LaDainian Tomlinson uh, Sanders, or what'd you say his last name was? Sanders? Yeah, Sanders. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Like the chicken guy. Of course. Colonel LaDainian Tomlinson Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, the the running game has not been great. I mean, this is a passing heavy team that wants to pass the ball. They can run them when they want to enough, but really that's not what makes them a great team. Defense, though, um, you talked about strength versus strength. I want to skip ahead to this part. The turnovers. Uh, Right now, Western Kentucky and FBS game ranks fifth in takeaways per game with Mm. 2.8 takeaways per game. Sorry, fourth in football. Uh, Right now, Tech has one giveaway per game, which is 25th best in college football. And so this is a strength versus strength area where whether it's Bach or Turner, they've both been able to take care of the ball throwing it and then also you know the fumbles that we have had have luckily either gone out of bounds or been jumped upon by our own guys will that still be true against a team that has thrived at forcing short fields for their offense to be able to score more easily so that's one area to keep your eye on in this game but other than that you know struggle to defend the run a bit below average against the pass uh, nothing really to write home against but a lot of times that's true for these kusa teams that we're playing their offense looks very good in one dimension or the other and their defense is able to almost keep up but not quite yeah i mean i think the probably biggest thing about this team to look out for is that passing game right like we're saying and they like to spread the ball around a little bit they've got four guys with um, double digit receptions on the season malachi corley is by far the top target on the team he's got 29 catches for 330 yards and Easton Messer is in second with 22. Um, that doesn't sound like a real person's name, but I guess uh, I guess he is. He's got 280 yards receiving and three touchdowns. But yeah, I mean, I guess the main hope is that, you know, maybe Tech is able to hold them around their average and not give them like the breakout game that they've been looking for um, this whole season. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not what these polls in Vegas are predicting to happen here. Uh, they they really think this will be Western Kentucky's game to lose. Uh, Massey gives Tech a 27% chance to win this game, 34 to 24. So a 10-point loss there. ESPN FPI gives Tech a 33.5% chance to win. And Vegas, and right now the, I think different sports books are giving different odds because it's still kind of early in the week, even though this game is also early in the week. Vegas favors Western Kentucky by 7 with an over-under of, uh, I think it's gone down to 59.5. So that's a, what, 33.25 to 26.25. Let's just call it 33 to 27 kind of game predicted here. We've got to run through this pretty quick so we can take a little bit longer on our predictions. 
But Evan, do you see it being like even a seven point loss to Western Kentucky going into the year would have felt like good news. But with how bad our team is, is that still an optimistic view or as Western Kentucky struggles make you hope for a closer game? Uh, I also want to add here before I jump in that that the SP plus, which we don't we haven't really used this season. Um, but Bill Connolly's stuff over at ESPN, he he has it as a 0.5 point win for Western Kentucky. Gives Tech a 49% chance to win this game, and the final score is like 29.5 to 29. <laughs> so uh, take that for what it's worth. I yeah, guess if they add decimals, we'll really have to rework our whole scoregami thing. Yeah, for yeah, well every every score will be a scoregami. <laughs> um, man, I think Tech's passing defense is good enough to like maybe give us a chance if we can get some interceptions ooh, not nah, nah man i i don't know i'm trying to talk myself into it but i just so i don't think we're going to get enough pressure on austin reed to cause bad throws and i think that a lot of the quarterbacks we've played so far this season are just bad like we don't even have to get pressure on what's the what's the guy from harburg Harburg, yeah. Heinrich Harburg. Heinrich Harburg. There we go. That guy was never going to throw for 400 yards against us, right? Austin Reed absolutely can throw for 400 yards against anybody that he plays against. He hasn't really done it so far this season. But, like, if we're not going to generate pressure up front, this guy's not going to miss throws, right? Like, we have to force him to miss throws. And I haven't seen anything from the front that suggests that we'll be able to do that. Um, so I think Western Kentucky is going to score a lot of points, even without great run game. Right. And that, that's what scared us in the past is like, maybe UTEP will put up 400 yards on the ground. I don't know, but Western's not going to do that, but I think they absolutely will be able to pick apart our defense because of the time Austin Reed is going to have to throw. And I just, I haven't seen anything from our offense that makes me think in a shootout scenario, we'll be able to keep up, you know? The stats aren't as bad as you think when you look at them. Like we're we're ranked 79th overall um, offensively, but like it feels like we should be lower than that. <laughs> so I just don't think like if it's going to be a shootout, if it's going to be Western putting up 42 points, can we score, you know, 35 to put ourselves in a position to tie at the end? And I don't think the answer to that question right now is yes especially since we're recording before we've heard anything about injuries, right? We don't know if Shelton's ready to go. We don't know if Crosby's ready to go. We don't know if Hank's ready to go. I think this one's going to be like a 45 to 27, maybe kind of game 45 to 24. Uh, So I'll say 45, 24. I think Western Kentucky is just too potent offensively for us to keep up with, with the offense uh, that we've been running out the last couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. If Austin Reed throws for 400 yards, we're not winning this game, right? He did that four times last year, but he hasn't done it this year is my point. Look at the FCS game, for example, a game they won handily. He completed 82% of his passes for 250 yards. Wow. That's what this team is against Ohio State. You want to kind of throw this out because you're playing a better team. He threw for 207 yards on 37 passes. I don't think that this Western Kentucky offense is the Western Kentucky offense of 2020 and, or 2022 and of before that we all remember. I think they're still good, but they're not that level of good. Also, what if our pass defense is actually just good? Like, yeah, we haven't been playing the best competition, but what if yeah. they're just actually good? Well, I think Willie Roberts is good. I mean, I think he had a really 
bad game. Yeah, he ended up with a pass interference um, that like ended up giving up the, that that forced the touchdown there. And then, but he was also the one that recovered the one fumble of the game that changed. Yeah, hands. he had a really good PFF score too, which surprised me because it seemed like he was seemed like he was on the wrong end of like three pass interferences. But I don't know. Yeah, and the, luckily the PFF grades are public since Blue Tech Blue puts that on the public side. We have two safeties with grades in the 80s, uh, right? We have a third safety with a grade in the 70s. And Willie Roberts has a lower game than he normally does, but it's still in the 60s. Like these PFF grades are people watching the games and grading the players. They are not based on like hard science data stuff. But still, our secondary looked good against UTEP. Yes, UTEP is not as good of a passing team as Western Kentucky is, but Western Kentucky hasn't been as good of a passing team as they are in the past. And I think that's why things like Vegas and Massey even don't have this as a huge game where they score 40 something points against us. I think that this is a game we could win. Okay. I'm debating whether or not to say it's a game I think we will win. But so you know, how, do, how many points do you think Western scores then if it's not going to be as potent as you're expecting like i said 45 i think 28 28 okay okay and i mean i think i can work with 28 i mean yeah i think my first what was my first one i think i said 45 27 like if we can hold them to 28 i i feel good about our chances right i'm not saying we won't lose 28 to 24 but yeah. i think we might have a chance late if if the defense can hold them to that i'm with you i just don't know that they can so you you continue now. <laughs> and I think that they will. My biggest takeaway from this UTEP game, uh, and we didn't even mention it in the in the past show just because it didn't get around to it. In that game against the Miners, um, and something that we, we had struggled with all year long up until that point is scoring when you get inside your opponent's 40-yard line. Dry finishing. Uh, Tech scored 5.67 points per trip inside the 40, and that's a decimal number, so those are always fun. But... Basically, every time Tech got into the red zone or sorry, past the 40, they scored and usually score touchdowns. And that's something that needed to change. And I think that was the biggest thing holding back our offense, especially earlier this year, was we could get down close to the goal line and just not be able to execute and have to settle for a field goal. We haven't heard Barnes's name a lot this year. And if that continues against Western Kentucky, whose defense is nothing special, I think we can score 28 points as well. And I'll actually, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Barnes, we actually do call his name, but it's because it's as time expires, he kicks the field goal for Tech to win 31-28. Wow. Okay. Am I being overly optimistic? Probably. But it's a new month and I'm feeling good. So let's pick Tech to win this one. I mean, so does that change if if it's Hank or or Jack? Like, I honestly don't think it does. Like, okay. This goes into a longer conversation of which quarterback do we start. And I think last week when asked this question, about specifically UTEP, I said, it doesn't matter. You should be handing the ball off 40 times. And I mean, we handed the ball off 31 times, which sure. But uh, this game quarterback play matters more, but I. Western defense is not good. I mean, they're 127th overall. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think there's enough separating these two QBs from what I've seen to give one over the other. They both looked good at times. They both struggled at times. There's no one. This guy is the guy. And so when that happens, I just defer to what the coach thinks because he's seen more of it. That's a cop-out answer, but I haven't seen anything that makes me think we will only win or only lose depending on the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I I think if Hank's ready, you got to go with him just because he's the more experienced guy. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I'm looking at their defensive stats now, and I'm like, can we finally put it together? But my thing is, until I see us put it together, I don't want to assume that we can, right? Like, we have not had a good offensive performance for an entire game this whole season, right? Like, we, we haven't... I'm not saying we have to put up 60 points and only have one punt. Like, I'm just saying, like, a game where I come out of it being like, yeah, this offense looks good, right? Like, this offense you know, had command, right? Like if your offense doesn't need to look good to score 28. Yeah. I mean, the fourth quarter of the North Texas game was great. Like if we could have that offense come out, that would be wonderful. Um, you know, putting up 17 points in a, in a matter of, of 15 minutes, but we've barely scored 17 points in any of our (laughs) FBS games total this season. Like we've scored 24, 14, 14 and 22 outside of that North Texas game where we put up 37, including those late 17. But I want to see the offense put it together and this defense for Western might be a team we can actually do that against. So I hope that you're right. What was your final prediction? 31, 28. Okay. I hope you're right. Obviously. Yeah. It'd be weird if you didn't. We are unanimous no longer. Yeah. So take that. (laughs) So yeah, Matt, again, not able to make the show, uh, but recorded this uh, not too long afterwards, Matt, how do you see this game going? Man, WKU. So pretty similar records going into this. Uh, both teams have three dubs. Yeah, they lost to Troy and Ohio state. They got smoked by Ohio state, which is of course expected. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And he, well, Troy's two and two, and I think they're a Sunbelt school. So, uh, but I'm not here to diss the Sunbelt today. So, um, WKU kind of feels like a, I don't know, man. It, it they beat South Florida by a couple of touchdowns and uh, smoked MTSU, who are not having a good year. I think they're one in like they've only won one game. So uh, I, I I don't think that Tech wins this. Uh, WKU's got much more consistent quarterback play compared to us. Um, Austin Reed, he's got eleven touchdowns, thirteen hundred yards. Uh, through five games. So those aren't like holy shit numbers because, you know, you push that all together. It's He's on pace for like a little over 3,000 yards, but still like on pace for 3,000 yards, 20 plus touchdowns this year. So it seems like they got a little, and he's only thrown two picks. So he's not a, not much of a turnover machine. So I didn't touch on it with the UTEP recap, but um, it was kind of disheartening to see Willie Roberts start off pretty hot, I thought, and then kind of shit the bed towards the end and have some goofball penalties and some other goofball plays. So Tech's going to have to be able to have a great game in the secondary if they want to have any chance to uh, to beat WKU, but I don't really see that happening. So, I mean, I I take WKU to win this. Uh, I'd be pleasantly surprised if Tech won. Uh, Also, I got question marks about who's going to play quarterback. Is Jack the guy now is is hank still hurt i kind of miss hank i think that he's a little bit more poised with this experience that he probably could have pushed tech to a little bit more of a lopsided victory against utep and you know we could really use the experience against wku and but i mean i don't really think if hank played that that would alter my opinion too much i i still think that wku is probably gonna walk away with it but it could i don't see it being a blowout i see it being like a 10 to 14 point victory on their part, maybe. So what final do you have for it? Uh, I don't think Tech's going to score a whole lot of points, no matter who the quarterback is. 
Um, I'd love to be wrong, of course. Uh, I'll say 1731. Uh, WKU takes it. Yeah, so let's wrap this up. Let's go to the tweet of the week. Uh, Matt wasn't able to make the show. Uh, I think that we just heard from him a second ago, if I've edited this correctly. But he tweeted out a photo of um, when President Bush was uh, told about this was was this was 9-11. And the quote being told to him was, La Tech just won a road game, uh, which was a funny tweet. But I thought it was even funnier with what Brian said in the quote tweet. Evan, what was this week's tweet of the week? How do I view the quote tweets? You have to click on the retweet button and it gives you an option for view, which is dumb, but. Oh, Elon, what are you doing? Yeah. This week's tweet of the week goes to Brian Smith, um, our boy from tech band at B Smith nine, nine zero three. He quote tweeted Matt's LaTeX just won a road game. George Bush on nine 11 uh, reading children's books. Um, with a picture from La Tech Athletics that says on a mission and it shows the team, you know, warming up at the Sun Bowl. And then the next picture is George Bush's mission accomplished <laughs> with the thumbs up. Um, so that is your uh, tweet of the week. Yeah, we won. We, we accomplished the mission. So that's all you can say. Yeah. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E or follow us on Instagram or Instagram threads at gtpdd.dog. And gtpdd.dog is also where the website is. Just type that into your address bar and end up at our blog where it will show you the game recap and preview posts as we come across the games on our schedule. At the top bar, you'll see the shop where you can go and buy this month's merch of the month, which is the Blonde Bomber shirt that we opened the show talking about it. So I won't spend too long there. Get it for $5 off this month only, though. You can also click the podcast button to see where to subscribe to the podcast, which would be weird because you're already listening to it. Or the contest button. That one's more useful. You can fill out this week's contest. Uh, Right now, the line is in. With Western Kentucky favored by seven, and the teams expected to combine for 59 and a half points, how do you think that the game will actually go in comparison to those numbers? It's like betting on sports, but without the betting part. GTPDD.dog/contest. Yeah, it's much more high stakes than betting your actual money, right? You're betting internet cloud on a dying yeah. website with a bunch of law tech fans. I mean, what more? What more could you want? I'm not sure. That long pause was me trying to think of something that would be more important than that, and I just couldn't do it. But yeah, gtpdd.dog. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. And go tech. Please don't die. of the quarterbacks we've played so far this season are just bad like we don't even have to get pressure on whatever his name heidenreich or whatever his name what's his name from that's the band director's <laughs> name what's the what's the guy from harburg harburg yeah heinrich harburg heinrich harburg there we go i guess apologies to the tech band director whose name i just erroneously said yeah he's a much better um, quarterback than he looks of course um but <laughs>